Narrer Creek by Henry Kendall Read for LibriVox.org by Nemo Written in the Shadow of 1872 From the raining hill heads where, in starts and in spasms, Leaps wild the white torrent from chasm to chasms, From the home of bold echoes whose voices of wonder Fly out of blind caverns, struck black by high thunder through gorges august in whose nether recesses is heard the far psalm of unseen wildernesses like a dominant spirit a strong-handed sharer of spoil with the tempest comes down the narrer yea where the great sword of the hurricane cleaveth the forested fells that the dark never leaveth by fierce featured crags in whose evil abysses the clammy snake coils and the flat adder hisses past lordly rock temples where silence is riven by the anthem supreme of the four winds of heaven it speeds with a cry of the streams of the fountains it chained to its sides and dragged down from the mountains but when it goes forth from the slopes with a sally being strengthened with tribute from many a valley it broadens and brightens and thereupon marches above the stream sapphires and under green arches with a rhythm of majesty careless of cumber its might and repose and its fierceness and slumber till it beams on the plains where the wind is a bearer of words from the sea to the stately narrer narrer grandson of the haughty hill torrent too late in my day have i looked at thy current too late in my life to discern and inherit the soul of thy beauty the joy of thy spirit with the years of the youth and the hairs of the hoary, I sit like a shadow outside of thy glory. Nor look with the morning-like feelings, O river, that illumined the boy in the days gone forever. Ah, sad are the sounds of old ballads, which borrow one half of their grief from the listener's sorrow. And sad are the eyes of the pilgrim who traces the runes of time in revisited places. But sadder than all is the sense of his losses that cometh to one when a sudden age crosses and cripples his manhood. So, stricken by fate, I felt older at thirty than some do at eighty. Because I believe in the beautiful story the poem of Greece and the days of her glory, that the high-seated lord of the woods and the waters has peopled his world with his deified daughters, that flowerful forest and waterways streaming are gracious with goddesses glowing and gleaming. I pray that thy singing divinity, fairer than wonderful women, may listen narrer o spirit of sea-going currents 
Thou being the child of immortals, all-knowing, all-seeing, thou hast at thy heart the dark truth that I borrow for the song that I sing thee, no fanciful sorrow. In the sight of thine eyes is the history written of love smitten down as the strong leaf is smitten, and before thee there goeth a phantom beseeching for faculties forfeited, hopes beyond reaching. Thou knowest, O sister of deities, blazing with splendor ineffable, beauty amazing. What life the gods gave me, what largest I tasted, the youth thrown away and the faculties wasted. I might, as thou seest, have stood in high places, instead of in pits where the brand of disgraces, a byword for scoffers, a butt and a caution, with a grave of poor Burns, and Magin for my portion. But the heart of the Father Supreme is offended, and my life in the light of his favor is ended, and, whipped by inflexible devils, I shiver, with a hollow too late, in my hearing forever. But thou, being sinless, exalted, supernal, the daughter of diademed gods, the eternal, shalt shine in thy waters when time and existence have dwindled like stars in unspeakable distance. But the face of thy river, the torrented power that smites at the rock while it fosters the flower, shall gleam in my dreams with a summer look splendid and the beauty of woodlands and waterfalls blended. And often I'll think of far-forested noises and the emphasis deep of grand sea-going voices. And turn to Nerera, the eyes of a lover, when the sorrowful days of my singing are over. End a poem. This recording is in the public domain.